This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Matt Humans from VEASAN on the Sports Better's Paradise talking college football. And college football had the entire stage to themselves Thursday through Monday, a five-day opening weekend. Matt, let's start with that. Um, thoughts, the highlights. I mean, certainly Georgia, my goodness. Uh, that was impressive after losing so much to the draft. But what, what make it the biggest impressions on you uh, in uh, college football's first weekend? Well, in general, uh, Jimmy, I think it's just great to have college football back because we saw so many great games. We saw some blowouts, too. But it's, uh, it reminds you how great college football can be with uh, some of these thrillers we watched, including the uh, Florida State LSU game, which uh, did not have the desired result. But, uh, man, that was wild. I think uh, Ohio State, I have felt like Ohio State's a little bit overrated by a lot of people. And, you know, I came in on Notre Dame last week. Uh, Buckeyes are still going to be good. They're a top four team, but uh, still not there. I don't. I don't think uh, Ohio State's still there with uh, Alabama and Georgia. And um, I question a little bit of uh, the Buckeyes' toughness on the line of scrimmage on both sides. And a lot of people get uh, impressed and blown away by all the skill, position, talent. But Notre Dame did a great job of limiting the big plays, and uh, I think Ohio State's got to be a little bit concerned that that game was so ugly. As far as that Georgia game, I'm not sure the Bulldogs are that good. I felt like Oregon just was not going to be uh, a very good team at all this season. I, I've got Oregon middle of the pack in the Pac-12. And, you know, we did the Pac-12 preview on the, the Sports Better's Paradise. And I think Aaron Renning was higher on the Ducks uh, yeah. than the rest of us. But maybe it'll show up in time. I think that was really poor scheduling on the part of uh, Oregon. Everybody puts pressure on the Pac-12. Hey, you got to go out and beat teams if you want to make the college football playoff. But you can't schedule like that. You can't go to Atlanta to play the defending champs. That's just dumb scheduling. And you bury yourself right off the bat when you schedule games like that. How many times do you see SEC teams going west to open the season on the West Coast? Or It just doesn't happen. And there's a reason for it. It's not very smart to do it. But uh, – uh, I, I think, uh, in general, not many big surprises so far in, co- in college football, but uh, we'll see what happens this week because we're still very early in the season. Anything can happen. Yeah, if I'm the coach, I'm, I'm not happy with my athletic director scheduling a cross-country trip right. uh, to you know, a, a, a not-so-neutral site in the backyard of an SEC uh, opponent. Um, I'm also not thrilled about um, – now, as a, as a fan, I am, but, uh, you know, these – Bigger programs, bigger budget programs going to Boone, North Carolina, going to San Antonio, Texas, uh, going to Greenville, North Carolina. Those places were on fire uh, this past weekend. Some got out of it alive. Some didn't. 
and all of them. But as a fan, it was terrific. It was terrific, including one that, um, you know, Utah going to Florida. I mean, my guy's throwing up like he's got a hose pipe coming out his throat, man. You know, Utah with the altitude and and the humidity. But, damn it, it had everything. It had everything. And, my goodness, Dan Mullen, what are you thinking not trying to develop a guy like Richardson uh, and playing an Embry Jones who's now at Arizona State? Yeah, that's another one. See, uh, Utah should not be scheduling a season opener in Gainesville. This is a a top-10 Utah team. You don't have to go on the road. Uh, to play Florida. That's just poor scheduling. And I was concerned about that game. I'm really, really high on the Utes this season. But I, I told you last week, I'm not going to lay the three points, two and a half, three points on the road here. This is a really tough way to open the season for Utah. Uh, Cameron Rising played a, a solid game until that last poor decision on the interception in the end zone. Another thing is, uh, I think you hit on it there, Richardson's going to make Florida a lot better, a lot better than some people thought. And uh, man, that kid is a He's a dynamic playmaker, and uh, Florida's got a chance to win some games with him at quarterback. Well, uh, Billy Napier said my wife could have called some of the plays with that guy quarterback, uh-huh. and, I mean, it's pretty easy. And the thing is, you don't have to be an experienced uh, talent evaluator for a pro football team to just say, hey, he can do – he's bigger and stronger. There ain't many guys like him that can right. move like that with that type of arm strength. And so, I mean, he – I mean – that for a guy that big to rip off that fifty yard run like nothing. I mean, it was. I mean, he can do some things. Work around him and try and develop him. Napier got a nice gift uh, in Mullen, kind of letting him sit. Let's get to your three po- uh, top picks for this week, Matt. Start off with the primetime game on ABC seven thirty kickoff Eastern Time in Palo Alto. Uh, Stanford uh, plays Colgate for their season tune up. USC. Routes Rice, a lot of attention on the high-powered offense for USC. Boy, USC looks like it's going to be an over team uh, this year. But Stanford at home catching points, eight and a half at Bet Rivers. There are some nines floating out there. Yeah, don't forget Stanford beat USC last year as a big dog. And uh, that really ended the uh, Clay Helton era. So, you know, I, I agree with you. I was saying before the season – when you handicap USC, you're going to have to look over the total in a lot of these games because this USC offense at times is going to look unstoppable. And the defense at times is going to look like you can't stop anyone. Uh, I think Stanford's going to uh, hang in this game and give itself a shot to win. David Shaw knows he's got to slow the tempo a little bit, kind of grind it out. So he's going to try to keep this game under the total um, if he's going to have a better chance to win it. I like the Stanford team. Now, I did the Pac-12 preview for the VSN College Football uh, Guide, and two teams really jumped out to me as having a chance. Actually, three teams jumped out to me as having a chance to be a lot better than people thought this year. And one was Arizona, one was Stanford, and another was Oregon State. Uh, the thing about Stanford, you got Tanner McKee, one of the best quarterbacks in the conference. How about E.J. Smith, the son of Emmett Smith, at running back? It's not just a name. This, this kid's got game. And you saw last week, he's a strong runner. He's got speed. Uh, we don't know how good this USC defense is yet. That's the thing. I don't, I don't think it's that good at all. Uh, 66 win over Rice, 66 to 14 win over Rice. What does that really prove? Because that Rice offense had uh, really, it was punchless, let's put it that way. So I still think USC's got a lot to prove here. Caleb Williams is going to put up huge numbers this season. Jordan Addison, every, all the big playmakers in that offense. It's very easy to get impressed by the Trojans here in Lincoln Riley's first year. But I want to see him going on the road. I want to see him uh, beat another quality opponent. And um, 
do it impressively. And I, I still think USC's got a lot to prove here. So when I look at Stanford, I think uh, it's going to be a live dog again this year against USC. And it's all up to Tanner McKee and EJ Smith to uh, keep that offense moving. If Stanford can uh, put some points on the board and kind of move the chains and slow down the pace of the game, I think the Cardinal are going to have a great shot to win. This number came down a little bit, Jimmy. Uh, this is one of the openers. I said, oh, no, this is too high. I bet this right at the opener at 11, Stanford plus 11. Now we're seeing the number drop to 8.5, and, and there's still a bunch of nines out there. But I like the Cardinal against USC. USC, no doubt, is a public team uh, because a lot of people, uh, when they check out a roster, they stop with the quarterback, wide receiver, and running backs. Yeah, they're fine there, uh, but, I mean, they still have a, a lot of holes in just the number of scholarships uh, that he has. He doesn't have a full a full allotment of scholarships taken over. Uh, right. They should score points. They should give up a lot of points is USC, but no, no team is more public uh, than them right now. Team that uh, some people are pretty high on uh, is this BYU team. They go to, down to Tampa in uh, South Florida. 38-7 at half. South Florida has not been good at all as of late, but you can't handle a team any more than that to start off at half. They cruised to a 50-21 to win. Uh, Dave Aranda's first year, the COVID year, was not great. Last year, he wins the Big 12 title and wins the Sugar Bowl as well. So uh, half a yard from Oklahoma State, beating them at the end. And also Matt Corral went down early in the Sugar Bowl game for Ole Miss. They tune up with a 69-10 win over Albany. In Provo, the Cougars of BYU, minus three and a half over the Bears. Yeah, BYU is one of those teams I felt like could have been inside the uh, top ten to open the year. And right now I think number 25 in the rankings, really uh, underrated in my opinion. And this is a Cougars team with 19 starters back, all 11 on defense. And it's a mature team. you got some guys over there who are uh, serious veterans. And Jaron Hall, the quarterback, showed us last, last season uh, how good he could be. And that opener against South Florida, he was 25 for 32. He hit 12 different receivers. Uh, BYU had 300 and, uh, let's see, I think 314 rushing yards in that game. You got plenty of backs who can uh, move the ball. And like you said, it was a 38-7 game at halftime. That was after a three-hour lightning delay or weather delay. So even more impressive that BYU got out of the gate on the road after that long delay like that. I'm just um, – I like Dave Aranda a lot. He's, he's done a hell of a job so far at Baylor, and he will continue to do so. Uh, but going on the road to Provo, is a, it's a tough trip. Anybody who's made that trip and uh, any coach or anybody who's been there can tell you it's, it's different – it's a different game at altitude up there, and uh, that's a strong home field advantage. Kind of like the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL is what it reminds me of. And uh, it's going to be tough for Blake Shapin and the Bears to go on the road and hang in this game. This opener was too low, Jimmy. It opened two and a half, and um, I, I think it was, it's obvious that that was going to move on the other side of three, and it has. Uh, so I'm on BYU here, uh, minus three and a half, minus four, and uh, – Keep your eyes on BYU because this is a team that's uh, probably going to win double-digit games. The game against Notre Dame in Las Vegas uh, next month is going to be a big one. And uh, I think BYU's being underrated in that game, too. BYU's getting like seven or eight points against Notre Dame. Like I said, a mature team with 11 defensive starters back and a veteran quarterback. BYU's uh, uh, going to be right there, I think, uh, on the fringe of the top ten before you know it. All right, uh, speaking of lightning delays, a long one uh, in uh, Starkville, Mississippi. This is a revenge game from one of the most misleading scores of 2021. 
Uh, Mississippi State dominated the game, but um, it was a long scoop and score of close to 95 yards. It was another one where Mississippi State uh, ball carrier got tippled o- toppled over, but his, they say his knee didn't hit, uh, extended the play. It was a fluke type of game. I had Memphis, and I'll admit that. Uh, Mississippi State took care of business uh, last week and beaten him 49-23, covering easily. I had stayed in that one. They um, next week they will travel to Baton Rouge for their conference opener against LSU. So in between these two, they go to Tucson, Arizona. And when we did our Pac-12 preview, it was a lot of like, okay, there's a little bit of respect for this guy, but this is a major rebuilding year. Transfer portal, one of the weaker teams that actually came out ahead in a transfer portal, quarterback, receiver, and some other coaches. I like reading the opposing coaches' quotes. They think they're doing it with a sound approach, and they shocked the world uh, going to San Diego State, opening up their new uh, stadium, and outgaining them 2-1, to one, beating them 38-20. to 20. Arizona, are they one of the more – are they that much better than what the projections for this season were going to be? Well, we're going to find out in this game because uh, I don't think what happened at San Diego last weekend was a fluke. My biggest regret last week is not betting Arizona and taking the points in that game at San Diego State. I looked at that for more than a month and kept thinking, man, the Wildcats are going to be live dogs in that game. I didn't play it, and I regretted it. And um, like I said, when I did the Pac-12 previews, I went through every team very thoroughly, and I said Arizona is going to be better than people think Stanford and Oregon State. Those are the three teams in the Pac-12. Um, Jaden Delora, the transfer quarterback from Washington State, is going to be a difference maker. If you don't have a quarterback, you really don't have a team. The whole team can fall apart if uh, you're not getting good quarterback play. Delora is a good quarterback. He threw for 299 and four touchdowns last week. That's pretty good San Diego State defense, too. And uh, also, the Wildcats ran for 162 yards. Like you said, you look at the box score, this was no fluke. It was 461 to 232 in total yards. And Arizona has got speed, a wide receiver now that it didn't have before. Jacob Cowing, the transfer from UTEP. They've got playmakers. This is not the same Arizona team that lost 23 of the last 24 games. So they're going to be in a lot of games with a chance to win, I think, more than people think. As far as Mississippi State, man, here's my problem with uh, handicapping this game. And, you know, I, I could be off, but it's night and day. You're trying to defend a San Diego State team with no quarterback, no passing game. And now you're going to defend a Mississippi State team with Will Rogers. All they do is throw the ball, and they're going to throw it all over the field. So we don't know really yet if Arizona can defend the pass like that. I saw Arizona look really good defensively last week against a team with poor quarterback play. It's going to be the opposite this week. So that's a little bit of the unknown that we go into in this game. But I think Arizona's legit. And uh, Circus Sports opened this number seven and a half. There was another book that opened 14. Uh, I grabbed a plus 11 at Circa last night. I think that number is still too high. Uh, I think seven was around the right number in this game. So uh, it's never easy. We don't see SEC teams go to the West Coast and play non-conference games very often. It's not going to be easy for the Bulldogs to go down to Tucson in that heat this weekend and uh, play this game. So I think the home dogs live. Jimmy, it's a week of the home dog in the NFL. we got 10 home dogs in the NFL. And I'm going to play some home dogs in college football here, too, with Stanford and Arizona in the Pac-12. Yeah, Will Rogers, 38 of 49 for 450 and five TDs against Memphis. Keep in mind, though, we got Memphis. We bet the team total under 
uh, based on they were they lost 10 of 11 starters on defense. They gave up 30 points a game last year. So look for them to give up about 40 a game. And uh, Mississippi State, so it seemed like they scored every time they had the ball. You mentioned Kyle Wing, the UTEP receiver. He went for eight for 152 and three TDs uh, last week in that win against San Diego State. And one thing about San Diego State, conventional, maybe boring, but they play sound defense. So, yeah. I mean, Arizona was definitely a winner uh, in a transfer portal. I mean, that win total was what? As low as like three, Matt? I mean, it was yeah. really, really low. Okay. So, um, Mississippi State, and a little bit of a sandwich game. This is a uh, a, a primetime game. This will be at, um, at 11 p.m. Eastern time, a late night game on Fox Sports 1. So, a little bit of a time difference for Mike Leach after midnight. I don't know. Things might get weird in Tucson. Mike Leach is always weird, but it might get especially weird this week. But you mentioned a key factor, and I was handicapping this game too. I said, you know, it's it's probably a negative for Mississippi State to have the LSU game on deck. You don't want a sandwich spot like this in a non-conference road game when you got a, a big one in conference up on deck. And keep in mind, that Memphis game was so fluke, they lost it. it that was a revenge spot. That was one of my uh, top picks from last week. So a little bit of a, a sandwich spot uh, for, hey, man, emotions. You can't stay sky high uh, forever uh, in uh, in college football. So Matt, again, has Arizona uh, plus 11 at home against State. BYU minus 3.5 against Baylor. And Stanford plus 8.5 at home again, Palo Alto against the public Trojans of USC. For Matt Humans and Visa, I'm Jimmy Ott here on Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers uh, Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel.